Walt Disney World Memory Podcast, memory number 94, Flights of Wonder. Today's memory is made possible by the recurring supporters. These are listeners like you that are helping to ensure that we can continue to produce high-quality family entertainment as we've been doing since 2006. As a thank you for their generosity, these supporters receive gifts from me like ad-free and early access to episodes. If you would like to find out how to join the recurring supporters for as little as $1 a month, visit our website at www-memories.net slash support. You can now become a supporter directly through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Patreon, as well as many other ways. I hope you can agree that the work we have put into the show is worth it and would consider a small support donation. Again, to find out how you can help, go to www-memories.net slash support. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. of the WDW Memories Podcast. My name is Lou and I'll once again be your host as we take this journey into another Walt Disney World memory. We're flying through spring and heading strong into the summer vacation season. While most people are planning trips, some of them may be a trip to Walt Disney World. I'm looking towards January for mine. Yep, that's our Disney cruise, but in the meantime, all we do is wait and read up online about the cruise. This is the time that seems to just drag on. I know soon things will begin happening again. Uh, But I look forward to that day. Uh, Meanwhile, let's get back to Walt Disney World and blaze a trail through the forests of Disney's Animal Kingdom to the back and catch a showing of the Flights of Wonder. So how many of us are suckers for bird shows? Alright, I I don't know what it is about them, but I love bird shows, or animal shows for that matter. And this is not just any bird show. As is always the case, Disney has figured out how to weave a storyline into the show and take it to that next level. I love the stage. I really feel like you're sitting in an old ruin in the jungle and the birds dive and swoop in so low that you can't help but feel like you know, you're know you actually in the middle of the show instead of just on the outside looking in. Unfortunately, when I was planning this memory, I didn't leave much time for you to write in and tell me your favorites memories. There were a few likes on the Facebook page and even one comment that said that they've never seen it, which sadly I think is might be the case in general. A lot of people tend to skip this show thinking they've seen a bird show before, so why go to another? And they'd be totally wrong. Like I've said, this show is just different, and maybe I'll share a video of this attraction in the near future that'll help prove my point to all of you that haven't seen it yet. In the meantime, we're going to go back to 2006 on an anniversary trip. Today, my wife and I are joined by her parents for a day in the parks. 
They had come over from their home in Tampa, and we got them a night at the Animal Kingdom Lodge as an early Christmas gift. We've gotten to the Animal Kingdom shortly after opening, raced back to the back and did Expedition Everest and Kilimanjaro Safari and back over to Expedition Everest. After that, we started making our way back through Asia and came by just minutes before the next show, so it seemed like the perfect time to stop and watch. We'll join this memory after already being let in and taking our seats. It's only a few seconds before the show starts, so you won't have to wait long before our first bird comes out. Today's memory is in binaural, so I suggest putting on those headphones to fully immerse yourself in the memory. Now sit back, relax, close your eyes, and come with me as we are amazed by some very exotic and amazing birds. Well, it was up to 90 minutes by the end of the day. I know that, but we had already fast-passed it and rode it when we first got there, so... Oh, showtime. Greetings, my friends. Namaste. You have arrived at a very special place. In times past, the Rajas of Anandapur brought exotic animals here, including magnificent birds from all around the world. The Maharajas are long gone, but the birds remain. Birds of many nations, many species. Journeyed with us into a world that until now we've only observed from a distance. A world that fills the sky above with grace, color, and light. Until now, you may have ignored this vanishing world, but the free people of another use this ancient gathering. To promote the conservation effort you see going on all around the village. This is no fairy tale, but a true story in which you play an important part. Enjoy these beautiful creatures as they soar into your heart on their flights, their flights on My name is Chris. I'm just one of the whole team of researchers that we brought here to Anandapur to take care of and study all the birds that you see here. Best part about my job, though, coming on stage and sharing with all of you everything we've learned about these birds and their very cool natural behaviors. And we're going to get started with this bird right here. This is Miles, and Miles is a trumpeter hornbill. Now, trumpeter hornbills, they're found in the forests of Africa where they eat all sorts of different <laughs> fruits, insects, even flying insects, which they can actually catch right out of the air. To demonstrate that, we're going to pretend like the grapes in my hand are big, fat, juicy bugs when Miles spots them flying through the forest. You ready for this, Miles? All right, here's your big, fat, juicy bug. Here goes. There oh, nice. Good job, Miles. That's a lot of fun, too. Does anybody out here want to give that a try? Maybe a young volunteer want to help me out with that one. Young lady in the blue shirt, you want to help me out? Very good. Right over here, sweetie. This time I toss up the grape, you fly up and catch it. You ready? <laughs> Okay, this is your great. On the count of three, I'm going to cross it straight up 
above your head. Straight up, okay? All right, moms, we got our volunteers. She's ready to go, Hannah. One, two, three, big toss! There!
There is one thing I kind of would like to see. You name it. Uh, I would like to see a little bird. We do have a little bird. Riding a bicycle. <laughs> and wearing a little sailor hat while he does it.
We've never seen another parrot that has abilities like that. Plus, parrots as pets in general, guys, that can be kind of a tricky thing. See, um, as Groucho just showed, they kind of just do whatever they want to. <laughs> they can scream really loud. They can bite incredibly hard, too. It's true. And a parrot the size of Groucho, Joe, that bird might live 50 years or longer. Okay. No, it's a huge commitment. Wow. Guys. I have no idea birds could be so smart. It's true. There's a lot of smart birds out there. And as a matter of fact, our next bird is another very smart parrot. Like, you want to meet him? You're your brain man here. Center stage. I'm going to go away from our third Okay. <laughs> I'll introduce the rest of you to Foster. He's a rose-breasted cockatoo from Australia. In the land down under, they sometimes call these little birds galahs. Here he comes. Now, in order to demonstrate his intelligence, I need the help of an adult volunteer. Somebody in the audience who has a dollar bill. It's early in the day. Adults with money. Sir, in the back row, you've already got a dollar bill ready for us. Perfect. We're going to have you stand up right where you're at, and then hold that down. And then you're going to hold it straight out to your side between your thumb and forefinger. A little bit lower. That's perfect. Because Bob's just going to fly out there and show everybody what we do when we find all that money lying around. It brings it back to me. Monster, where's it going? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. That was great. Sir, that was perfect. Guys, he wants to see what he does for a 20. Just tease him. We're going to give you your money back. Go ahead and stand up one more time. This time, arm out, palm facing the sky. Just like that. All right, Foster, you got to give him the dollar bill back. It's actually in the contract. Now, when he bumps it off, wrap your fingers around it so it doesn't blow away. Great job from our audience. That is something you don't see every day. Right? Yeah, money back at a theme park. <laughs> you know what? Chris, it only goes to prove what I've always said. And that is all birds are smart. Not all birds are smart, guys. Not all birds are smart, is what I've always said. <laughs> See, all animals are different. They're just as smart as they need to be to survive in the wild. Really? Yes. It brings up a pretty common misconception that I bet everybody out here knows. Guys, it's the one about the wise old what? Oh, oh. chicken. The wise old chicken. Oh. I love that dance, too. <laughs> <laughs> wise old owl. Comes out of the 
some people, they're even poisoning the crown cream. Oh, I can't imagine a world without beautiful creatures like this. Neither can I. That's why it's up to all of us to help protect them. And protect them we will, right, folks? Yeah! Wow, Chris, I had no idea it was so tough on the birds out there. That's true. It can be tough on a lot of animals, but Joe, I don't want to bring anyone down because there are plenty of bright spots. Too. Really? Yeah. Well, tell us about a bright spot. We can only use some good news. Alright, how about the story of the national symbol of the United States of America? Yeah! The bald eagle. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe, this is Hope. Hope is a living symbol of one of the greatest conservation success stories.
I love this show. I have it recorded twice, and the other time is actually a video from 2000 that I think might even be a better version of the show than the one we heard today. Maybe that's what we'll do for Memory 95. What do you guys think? Either way, I hope this memory maybe helped put this show on your list of things to see next time. In the meantime, I need requests and feedback. As always, if you'd like to make a request or leave me some feedback, stop by the WDW Memories website at wdwmemories.net. There you'll find out how to contact me, leave feedback on the show, connect with me on Google+, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, view my photos on Flickr and videos on YouTube. And don't forget, you can always reach me on the voicemail line at 336-WDW-MEM0 and leave a request or feedback that way. If you like the show and want to help others find it, a review on iTunes will help move us up that search results list or maybe mention us in a tweet on Facebook, on Google+, on Pinterest, whatever your social media of choice is to help get the word out about the show. Finally, if you'd like to help support this podcast in some small way, you can click the donate button where you'll be redirected to PayPal. Here you can make a one-time donation or a recurring donation of any amount you like. And don't forget to check out those affiliate links on our website for other great information that also help support this show. Some of those funds have already gone to the purchase of this new recorder, which has greatly improved the quality of my Impark recordings. So thanks again for listening, and join me again in two weeks as we relive another Walt Disney World memory. Bye.